At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome in, folks, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bad Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bad River Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, just outside of the city of Chicago. And tonight, plenty of betting action coming your way. VEASAN's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum, going to be hopping on to give the biggest line movements and some of his best bets in terms of baseball and postseason basketball action tonight. I got a few plays when it comes to the NBA this evening and one that we'll be looking a little bit further down the road with. And along with that, an NHL play I'm liking for tomorrow. I know we haven't bet hockey in quite some time, but finally looking for a good angle with the puck. Uh, then later on in the show, we'll be talking with Jonathan Von Tobel, VEASAN senior NBA analyst. Mo more postseason betting action coming your way, not only with tonight's slate, but of course tomorrow we'll get an early preview with. And man, it's been a fun postseason thus far, and you know, we've been updating these series prices as we've been going on and on every day because that is certainly an interesting market to keep a hold of and really just note to yourself where it started and where you can jump in and get the best value. But what about value in terms of NBA Finals MVP? We haven't touched on this yet, so let's just kind of see where these numbers are posted as of now, uh, courtesy of Bet Rivers. Short shots, we got KD 4-1, LeBron James 4-1, then you get Giannis at six to one, Joel Embiid seven to one, James Harden eight to one, Donovan Mitchell ten to one, Kyrie twelve, Luca sixteen, Kawhi Leonard twenty, Anthony Davis twenty-five to one, and Rudy Gobert at twenty-eight to one. 
All right, let's start. There's a couple things to unravel here. Let's start with Anthony Davis at 25 to 1. Yes, you heard and you are seeing that correctly. Anthony Davis is as big of a shot at 25 to 1 at Bet Rivers. I actually just literally bet it like five minutes before the show, just kind of recognizing how big this value is. Is because look at this. I mean, first of all, the Lakers are still plus 350 to win the championship at Bet Rivers, and it's not that I'm a huge Lakers guy and thinking they're going to win the championship. But if you think they're the top team in the West at this point, I mean, you're seeing the Jazz lost game one. Yes, they bounced back. Uh, you also saw the Clippers. They're struggling right now. And then if the Suns get eliminated by the Lakers, it's wide open for them once again. Not only that, I, I mean, just look, LeBron won it last year. So he's got his NBA Finals MVP with the Lakers. Anthony Davis had a great performance uh, the other night. So look, if he continues to cruise throughout this postseason and in the championship, you know, albeit they get there, I... 25 to 1 right now. How do you not take advantage of that value? No way it's going to remain there anytime soon. So I actually played Anthony Davis at 25 to 1. I think that is tremendous value and worth placing, you know, lunch money, full bet, whatever it is, whatever you feel comfortable with. Anthony Davis at 25 to 1 is fantastic value. I certainly would jump on that sooner than later. And if you're looking for something else, so it's kind of another angle to, uh, to dissect looking at the Eastern Conference. I mean, you look at the Brooklyn Nets. Their odds to win the championship we see at plus 180. But what you could do instead, if you think the Nets are going to get to the championship and they're going to win, but you're kind of tossing it up in the air, uh, which of the three big guys are you going to bet to win finals MVP? I mean, instead of betting them to win the championship, assuming it's 100 to win X amount on all four of those, being Kevin Durant at 4-1, to one, uh, James Harden 8-1, to one, Kyrie 12-1, to one, or the Nets to win the championship at plus 180. If you bet all three for their finals MVP odds, you're still making at least $20 more if one of them wins, meaning Kem Durant with the short shot, than for them to win the championship. So if you love the Nets, you want a little bit better value, bet all three of those to win MVP as opposed to them winning the championship. But if you kind of want to narrow it down, I think a good narrative would maybe be to go with James Harden at 8-1. Remember, this guy took over the team for a majority of the season. He was in regular season and just overall NBA MVP conversations. So it would be kind of like a storybook ending for him to actually clinch uh, the championship along with the NBA Finals MVP. And also kind of along with that thought process, uh, you know, we have the Sixers plus 440 to win the Eastern Conference. And right now they're plus 650 to win the championship. But, you know, realistically, again, Joel Embiid, a guy who arguably could have been MVP if we're assuming Jokic is going to be the guy. Uh, Embiid at 7-1, more than likely if they're going to win, he's going to be the MVP. Yeah, it's only 50 cents more, but maybe you look at that route instead. But overall, just looking at this finals MVP, make sure you check out these discrepancies and kind of realize the hedging and better value opportunity. But the one that sticks out the most, Anthony Davis, 25 to 1. Big differences between the several books out here in Illinois and just places beyond. So Anthony Davis, 25 to 1, great value play and one that I did pull the trigger on. Aside from that, if you want to look at the Brooklyn Nets, you think they're going all the way, don't be afraid to pull the trigger on all three plus value of those Nets players. Once again, the show is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois. We're talking some NBA Finals MVP odds, courtesy of Bet Rivers. A great value play with Anthony Davis at 25 to 1 is really what we were delving into the most, and that's a play that I did pull the trigger on 
primarily just based off of that value. And honestly, the Lakers knock off the Suns. They have a good avenue because I'm not sold on the Jazz. The Clippers are in dangerous territory right now. And LeBron won it last year. Maybe it's Anthony Davis's time to shine. You saw how he played in game two. LeBron's more so of a pass-first guy and looking to contribute to his teammates more so. So it could be a great opportunity for Davis, and especially at that value of 25-1. to 1. But let's kind of look for uh, furthermore with the NBA action, except let's go with tonight because I do have a play for the early game between the Bucks and the Heat. Josh Applebaum, he's going to be joining us in five minutes to give us his thoughts on the other later games in the NBA tonight. And then JVTV, since senior NBA analyst, will also dissect the games tonight and tomorrow. But I wanted to get this play underway uh, quickly before we miss it. The Bucks and the Heat. We saw Miami open up as the slight favorite. That line shifted now to Milwaukee as a one-and-a-half point favorite. This total at about 224. Seems like the Bucks would be the right answer, but it seems like that would almost be too good to be true. And like we were discussing with Nick Whalen yesterday, if there's a team with their backs against the ropes who have, you know, it could be minimal just based on this past season, but real, realistically, tough environment experiences such as this. It's this Miami team. They're not going to back down. It's going to be tough, but Milwaukee has looked good. So overall, I'm just going to stay away from that. But let's take a look at Jimmy Butler's player prop tonight. 24 and a half is where we saw it earlier today. And honestly, I ran to bet that as soon as I could because that seemed very high. And you saw a few differences uh, if you're comparing the books around Illinois. But 24 and a half is where we saw it at. He's averaging 21 and a half points per game this season. And in both of the postseason games thus far versus Milwaukee, he stayed under it by a pretty wide margin. Game one went four of 22 from the floor. 2-9 beyond the arc, 7-10 from the charity stripe, 17 points. All right, 17 points, but it's not close to 25. Game 2, 4-10 from the floor, 2-4 from the charity stripe, just 10 points. Jimmy Butler isn't necessarily a stone-cold offensive killer. Will he need to be if they're going to win tonight? Absolutely. And if you think the Heat are going to win tonight, maybe you don't bet this one under as much because you got to think the correlation with Jimmy playing well and the Heat playing well is something that could come to fruition. But I'm just not sold on it. I think 24 and a half is too high. So I played the under for Butler at 24 and a half. 46% of his shots coming are coming at the rim, and that's a majority of his shots being taken in that territory. And that's the best part of Milwaukee's defense. They're limiting opponents to shooting just 61.6% at the rim, which is fourth best in the NBA. So I haven't seen anything from Jimmy Butler that's going to prove to me he should warrant the bet of over 24 and a half. And again, it's not that he's not capable of doing so, and I don't believe he can, but I just don't have that much confidence in him right now and this Heat team. So 24 and a half seems a tad bit too high. I honestly would have put it more so maybe in the 21 and a half range, 22 and a half range. So I like the 24 and a half, and I played the under at about minus 116 for Jimmy Butler tonight. As the Miami Heat are hosting the Milwaukee Bucks, and in this spot again, Milwaukee has moved to the one and a half point favorite. They're also minus 121 on the money line. Miami plus 102 on the buyback. Total at about 224. Uh, in terms of movement with that, nothing that has fluctuated too crazy. I mean, 227, 226 is where we saw it open. So the under has been getting a little bit of love in that regard. But again, you know, a slight lean to Milwaukee, if anything. And I hate to do the recency bias with the postseason series because a lot of times a team that's been down, they come back and win that home opener game. But it's tough to bet Miami at this point right now. But again, the best bet that I'm rolling with, Jimmy Butler under 24 and a half points. Well, let's get more into this game real quick with our main man, Josh Applebaum, at Josh underscore Insights. It's where you can follow him on Twitter. Catch him hosting the Market Insights podcast, along with many other shows here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 
All right, Josh, let's tip it off right away with this Heat and Bucks game. It looked like originally Milwaukee got a little bit of movement their way. What kind of movements in the market have you been seeing with this game set to tip at about 20 minutes? Yeah, Danny, some movement coming in right now. And by the way, I just got back from Vegas. We miss you out there, Danny. We, we got to get out there at the same time and hang out at Circa on the South Point. Just a great time overall. But uh, Danny, some late movement right now as we speak coming in on Miami. What's intriguing to me in this one, Danny, is kind of the way this thing opened. It opened at pretty much a pick 'em or a minus one Miami member. Miami is down 2-0 in the series. They're now coming home. They uh, you know, kept it close in game one, actually covered the five. Second game, though, uh, 132 to 98, absolute blowout there spot where uh, Milwaukee pretty much hit every single shot overall. But, Danny, what's intriguing to me, so the public is definitely on Milwaukee here. It looked like you had some early Milwaukee money come in. Again, open at a pick -em, open at minus one. It got all the way up to Milwaukee minus two. But over the last, I would say, hour, hour and a half, you've seen some late money coming in here on Miami at plus two, plus one and a half. This line is now, Danny, at most shops, falling down to one as we speak. Um, so the key to me, Danny, you know what you mentioned, it, you alluded to it, one system that wise guys really, really love, and the public's kind of caught on to this a little bit, it's when you're down 0-2, you're coming home, uh, and you're in that desperation mode. When you're desperate, this has been a really good bet on this desperate team in the first quarter in the first half. So if you're looking at this spot here, you want to play that system, Miami is around a pick in the first quarter or laying uh, about a half point, and they're around minus one, minus one and a half in, in the first half overall. The other thing, Danny, that I would say, uh, the under, as you mentioned, take in some money here. Remember, we saw the first game go under. Second one went over, but this thing's been hammered down around 227, all the way down to 224. This is one of those conundrum plays where you you know that the big money's coming in under, but if you're betting it now, you're getting the worst of it. It's already fallen, you know, three, three and a half, almost four points at this at this uh, regard at this point. And Danny, also series price, bucks a let minus 1100 to win the series up 2-0. If you think Miami can come back, they're plus 700 right now, but definitely some late money coming in Miami with that trend to that team down 0-2 playing them in the first quarter and in the first half. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting angle with the first quarter, coming out firing at your home floor down 2-0. So we'll see if the momentum swings toward Miami. That one's going to be a fun one. So that's kind of why I'm teetering back and forth. So I'm elected just to go with the player prop. But again, like you said, it was kind of tricky to see from the opener, then it going again toward Milwaukee, now the late buyback with Miami. So uh, it's kind of neat to track this market, especially with the NBA postseason, as the games are getting more centrally focused and narrowed down. And that's what makes it a lot more fun and sometimes beneficial. And the same could be said with this later matchup with the Lakers and the Suns, Josh. And we saw this one looks like it opened six and a half in favor of Los Angeles. And that one seemed to get quickly bet toward the Lakers. Now it's dipped down a tad bit to back to six and a half. Uh, this total to 11 and a half. How do you feel about this one tonight? Because the Lakers certainly have a little bit of momentum. But the Suns team, I think people may be overreacting a little bit too much because of game two. Yeah, I'm with you, Danny. I think the big X factor here is Chris Paul. You know, depending on what you're betting tonight, if you're betting the Suns, you're saying, let's pray Chris Paul is okay and he's going to, you know, play and be effective. I think if you're betting the Lakers, you're saying Chris Paul's banged up and that could be a reason why. Because, uh, number one, we're going back to L.A. here. Series tied 1-1. You had Phoenix win the opener. Lakers came back, won the second game. But really, uh, when you look at this one, Danny, all liability has been on the Lakers side. They open at minus 6.5. Now, that's meaningful because, you know, those first two games, the spread was pretty much two points either way. So with this big number here, the public is grabbing the points with Phoenix. And again, they had a great record during the regular season. But what I look toward this spot here, Danny, is actually leaning Lakers because even though the public two-thirds of bets are on the Suns grabbing points, this line is actually either moved to the Lakers or stayed where it's at. It opened minus 6.5. 
Immediately, Sharps laid the six and a half. It got up to seven. You had a little buyback on the Suns plus seven. But really, from opener to, to right now, it's all liability on that Lakers side. So it looks like that could be kind of that fade the trendy dog example where uh, why isn't this thing falling to six? Why didn't it go to five and a half? It stayed on that Lakers end. Tells me liability Lakers here tonight. But Danny, I'm intrigued by the total here. I'm looking at uh, the over. You know, it opened at around 210. It's embedded up to around 211. At one point, it even got to 212. But so far in the playoffs, when you see the total rise at least a point, six and three to the over this year, uh, in this year's playoffs, the over in general, 12 and 10, 55%. Nothing crazy here. But here's the other angle, Danny. Scott Foster, our guy. Scott Foster is refing this game. Uh, I always have fun with this, but Scott Foster is a notorious ref to the over. He calls a lot of fouls. You get to the line, you stop the clock, free throws. Uh, so Scott Foster's been great to the over. Also, uh, Sean Wright is another ref that's great to the over tonight. He's around, both around 55, 56%. So I'll be looking a little bit here toward the over, a little, little lean to the Lakers. And I would also say, if you want to bet the Lakers series price, a couple big bets came in today, minus 350 right now for the Lakers to win the series. Suns are plus 260 right now. All right, Josh, and let's take a gander at the Blazers and Nuggets. This series has been a fun one to watch in Denver, catching three and a half in this spot, plus 138 on the money line. Portland minus 165. This total at about 226 and a half, and it looks like the under has gotten some love because it opened at about 229. This one seems like a tough one based on the movement, at least what I saw, because in some spots it got up to four, but I guess mostly it's kind of stayed steady at three and a half. So what are you viewing for this late night game? Yeah, Danny, you're totally right. Not a ton of movement, but I think if you look really closely, it looks like the Nuggets uh, plus four is kind of the preferred wise guy number in this one because, remember, we're, we're tied 1-1. We're going back to the Blazers here. Uh, both teams exchange victories uh, when the first two games in Denver. But really, Danny, the public is on – and, again, this is kind of a late-evolving play, but majority of bets getting closer to game time are on Damian Lillard at home. I think the lack of Jamal Murray – Blazers now at home. They're laying a short number. You have around two-thirds of bets laying the points with the Blazers. However, this is kind of a wheelhouse play for me, especially if you got the four, because it looks like the Denver Nuggets are taking in some sharp reverse line movement. The Nuggets, a lot of these books open at uh, plus four. A lot of these books are now down to three and a half. I think if you still see a three, uh, a four hanging out there, that was really the top play if you, if you like the, the Denver side getting the four. But, Danny, you mentioned it. The under is really intriguing in this game because if you look at the first two games, both flew over. The overs 2-0 this series. They scored 137, 132. But you're getting a really sharp underplay here. You know, if this thing sails over, you'd be like, what are Sharps doing? They're out thinking it. But that kind of reminds me a little bit of that, um, that Wizards game against the 76ers the other night where heavy betting over, yet the line fell. This thing opened around 228. It's, it's dipped to around 227. I see a 226 and a half out there. So this looks like a sharp underplay, even though heavy betting on the over, the line's falling. Maybe get one of those lower scoring games kind of that we, uh, that we expect to see in the playoffs. Yeah, and look, the public's going to hate betting unders in general, especially in the postseason with the top scorer like Jokic and Damian Lillard. But the movement has been going that way, and it always pays off. Not always, but a lot of times it pays off to be contrarian, especially in these bigger games. So, Josh, the under could be a viable option. I'm right there with you. And, and I think it's kind of a decent look to go toward Denver. I don't think Portland being at home necessarily warrants them being up to a four-point favorite. But you're right. Now that it's at three and a half, you miss the best number, even though it is a half point. But every point is so important when it comes to basketball, and as you and I both know very well. Uh, Josh, let's go ahead and head to the diamond, my man, before we let you go. Let's talk some baseball with the White Sox hosting the Baltimore Orioles. Minus 220 is what we're seeing the Southsiders at. This total at eight and a half. Run line for Chicago, minus 115. What do you like best in this matchup? 
Yeah, Danny, you know me. I am fully prepared to sweat a disgusting play that's got no shot, but I'm not going to Baltimore tonight. I actually have a lot of system matches on the White Sox here. Uh, number one, Baltimore's lost nine straight. They're really in a tailspin right now. They're 3-16 and 16, their last 19 games. Chicago just took two or three against St. Louis. Number one, you look at the line movement. The White Sox open as a big favorite around minus 200 tonight, but they're getting steamed all the way up to around minus 210. Minus 215. Some shops got close to minus 220. So a couple of systems that I like here, Danny, this big steam in a non-division game, especially on a home team coming off a win. Done pretty well this year, about 62%. But also the splits, lefty-righty. I joke around, Danny, but uh, sound the alarm when the White Sox are playing a lefty here. They're 10-3 and against lefties this year. They were 14-0 and against lefties last year. Uh, and they're going up against Zimmerman tonight. He's got a 6 ERA, and he is a southpaw. So White Sox been great at home, 16-9. They're 23-13 and as a favorite. You'll get run differential as well, as well. Baltimore minus 56, White Sox plus 69. So, uh, Danny, I love a gross play, but I, I'm not overthinking this one. I like the White Sox against the lefty tonight. You could even be intrigued a little bit by that run line if you want to get a, uh, save a little bit of money there. Absolutely. And the White Sox going against the southpaw, always a good look. Very fortuitous to a lot of people, including us here on Rush Hour. So we'll be rooting with you for the White Sox against the Orioles. And Josh, let's talk athletics and angels. Looks like Oakland getting a lot of love on the market tonight, fading Otani on the bump. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's Bassett taking the mound for Oakland. Minus 155 is where we're seeing them at. Seven and a half is this total. So is Oakland the direction you're leaning toward? I am leaning toward Oakland here, Danny, and you're totally right. It's Bassett against Otani. And, you know, our colleague Josh Towers does a great job of kind of, uh, you know, maybe not always uh, betting on DeGrom or betting on a big name. He's really made this fade Matt Harvey thing kind of a thing. But my thing is I kind of like fading Otani because Otani, guy's unbelievable. He's the favorite to win the, um, the, the MVP here. We've never seen it in really 100 years. A guy dropping bombs and also, you know, throwing 100 miles an hour. However, that leads the public to really love Otani, want to back Otani, and he always gets a lot of support when he's on the mound. So oftentimes you can go contrarian and go the other way and bet against him. So what I like about this one, Danny, uh, with Bassett and Oakland at home, the A's open around a minus 130, minus 135 favorite. They've been steamed all the way up to around minus 145, minus 150. This thing is creeping up as we speak. This would kind of be a fade the trendy dog play for me. You have a majority of bets on Otani. Get, you know, how do you pass up Otani in plus money, Danny? However, the line's going to Oakland. So that's kind of a dead giveaway to me that those bigger, sharper wagers are on the A's here. Uh, Oakland also match a favorite with a low total. When you're on a favorite, that low total is, is oftentimes a good sign because fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely they're going to come from that better team, that favored team. And also, Danny, big steam, 15 cents or more on a home team coming off a win. So you got the home field advantage. You're feeling good off a win. You got some momentum, and you're getting big action in your favor. Those teams this year, 56 and 34, 62.2%, about a 5% ROI. So um, I, I don't love taking divisional favorites. You know me, Danny. I like divisional dogs. But this spot here with Oakland, I think, is an undervalued spot to bet against Otani. Yeah, I didn't play anything in baseball, but I'm with you. If I was going to, the A's were going to be my top play. But because I kind of missed the best number, I elected to stay away from it. But I'm with you. I like the A's a lot against the Angels and Otani because you're right. The public's going to want to bet Otani every time, but could be good value to go the other way with them. A certain case tonight with the A's taking on the Angels. Josh and my man, we appreciate you taking some time and giving us great info per usual. Thanks for hopping on and congrats on the engagement again. Danny, you're my buddy. I appreciate it, man. Hey, anytime you call me, I'd love to join your show. It's always a fun time. 
There he is, the man himself, Josh Applebaum at Josh underscore insights is where you can catch him on Twitter. The Mark and Insights podcast, Monday through Friday, about 11 a.m. Central Time. He dishes that out, giving you the biggest news in the market movement. All right, coming up next, though, let's talk a little bit of hockey. Can VGK survive? I'll let you know next here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, along with those instant payouts and only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling prompt. Call 1 800 Gambler. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self exclusion program. To get a hold of the daily hometown discount, remember, check it out. BetRivers.com. Back at it right here on Rush Hour on VCN the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, doing it live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, Illinois. We got baseball going on right now. One playoff hockey game already underway. The Canadians up 2-0 early on the Maple Leafs, who have looked like they've had a strong hold of that series up to this point. But you know what they say, 2-0 lead most dangerous in hockey. Still more basketball talk to come. I got a few plays with player props this evening, and VEASAN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel will be joining us at the end of the show to give us his best bets, leans, analysis, and more for the slate tonight and tomorrow. But let's kind of get back into hockey and look at the later game tonight, as well as the matchup tomorrow. But we start tonight, 8.30 p.m. Central Time, puck drop, the Predators hosting the Hurricanes. Now the Hurricanes lead the series 3-2, but the Predators gotten a second life here uh, throughout this series, and we were talking yesterday uh, with EJ Raddick, and look, he said this is a tough spot here for the Hurricanes because of the fans being in attendance, and you've seen the market kind of reflect that. Carolina minus 147 is where they opened at Bet Rivers. Now we see them minus 136, plus 127 for Nashville, down to plus 118. Total at 5.5, not too much uh, fluctuation with that. However, you do see the under as the bigger favorite for a total, minus 134. The over 5.5 is plus 114. You want to lay the puck and a half with Carolina, you're getting plus 185 value. If you want to take it with Nashville, you're laying minus 240. Najelkovic versus Soros, looking like it's going to be that once again. Look, I mean, Carolina is the better team in my mind, but kind of like what we were discussing yesterday, this series has been trickier because of the home ice advantage, and I think that could also be the case tonight. But more importantly, it's not to say that I would bet Nashville over Carolina here, but for that reason, I'm more so just electing to stay away. Now, if you do think that Carolina is the best team and that they close it out, now would be the better time to go, obviously, because you know a little bit more of the money has been going toward Nashville here. So uh, we'll see how this one plays out. Overall, again, I'm going to be sticking away from this one. But Carolina, I do think, ends up winning this series, whether it's tonight or the next game at home. So I would look toward Carolina in one of those spots. And if you're not as comfortable with this one, look toward the next game. However, they're probably going to be, you know, naturally a lot bigger favorite. So uh, just keep that in mind when it comes to handicapping this series. Now, let's go ahead and take a quick preview, an early preview, rather, with the matchup tomorrow night. The Vegas Golden Knights against the Minnesota Wild. They are not making it easy on us, considering we took them for a one Stanley Cup futures bet at 9-1. to one. Uh, Look, they had their chances, especially when it came to Game 5, when they outshot Minnesota 40-14 to 14 and somehow still found a way to lose 4-2, which just seems impossible. But nevertheless, here we are looking to Game 7. Now, the big news coming out uh, for the Golden Knights, uh, Peyton Krebs, Ryan Reeves, they joined Braden McNabb on the COVID unavailability list for Vegas. Now, Krebs hasn't played so far this series. Reeves, he's played in five out of six contests thus far, but... You know, he's not necessarily a guy who's going to be detrimental if he misses. He's more the gritty player, goes in there to rough up the opponent's defensive-minded, all of that. And the board did say that, you know, leading goal scorer Max Pacioretty could be a game-time decision. So that's been the big key here also for the Golden Knights. Missing Pacioretty is certainly 
been a disadvantage for them this series. Now, Flurry versus Talbot. I mean, who are you going to trust in this spot? Talbot's been playing very well this series. Two goals against average, 94% save percentage. Two shutouts against the Knights in this first-round series. Flurry on the other side. You know him, you love him for that experience and how dominant he's been in the past. He's 3-3, three and three obviously, with a 1.7 goals against average, 94% save percentage, and one shutout in this postseason series. We haven't bet the uh, hockey really in probably over a month, maybe two months. We're still on that 14 NHL game winning streak, and I'm going to exercise. Hopefully, we are getting the 15-game winning streak here. We saw Vegas open minus 163 in a lot of shops. It shot up to about minus 170, minus 175 or so. Best number out there right now, actually, at Bet Rivers, they have VGK minus 167. The Wilder plus 145. Short total here at five, shaded to the over. Got to trust the Golden Knights here. You know, they're the better team overall. You got the better goaltender with more experience in my mind and that home ice advantage. So I'm rolling with VGK minus 167. Snagging it now, assuming the line's going to move up a little bit more so throughout the day tomorrow. All right, let me get you more bets coming your way. But tonight on the hardwood, which player props stand out? I'll let you know next here on Rush Hour. everybody we've got a new feature on vsin.com every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game you can check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find the best betting edge and of course we have all the odds data and analysis for every game as well so start your next sports bet all at vsin.com. Once again, vsin.com. It is rush hour right here on vsin, the sports betting network. Danny Burke live out of the Bet River Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, just outside of the Windy City. Plenty of basketball action to look forward to tonight. And JVT, Eason Senior NBA Analyst, will be joining us in about 10, 15 minutes to give us his thoughts on it. But before we do that, let me give you a few plays that I did have on the card this evening for player props. Let's start with a game that's about to get underway with Milwaukee and Miami down in South Beach. Milwaukee, a one-and-a-half point favorite, but I'm going more so with the player prop route. Jimmy Butler, 24-and-a-half is where we're seeing his number listed at. I played under. Look, he's gotten 10 points in Game 2, 17 points in Game 1, and it's really just a tough matchup overall for Butler, who where a majority of his shots are coming at the rim. That's the best part of Milwaukee's defense, fourth best at defending the rim. I don't have any faith really in Jimmy Butler at 24.5 to the over. Seems like still a large number despite what we've seen. And I get it. If they're going to compete, if they're going to be close and or win, you got to get a lot of production from Jimmy. But I'm just not so sold on that. I think 24.5 is too high, so I played under minus 116 for Butler at 24.5 points. That game about to tip off any moment. So let's move on to a game that we still got some time to preview. It's the Suns and the Lakers. Uh, Los Angeles in this spot, six and a half point favorite. Ticked up to seven, then back down to six in the hook. 
They're minus 295 on the money line, plus 220 on the buyback for the Suns. Total is ticked up to 211.5. We talked about this with Josh Applebaum. He likes the over in this spot and a little bit more so toward Phoenix. Again, you got to understand what may or may not be happening with Chris Paul, certainly, if you want to put your hard-earned money backing Phoenix. But again, I'm taking that player prop route here. Let's go with the big man for Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton. Honestly, I didn't think I'd be going with this angle for him heading into this series, but 14.5 is where we see his points prop. The over is the favorite, minus 127. The under is even money. And I actually laid the minus 127 with the over 14.5. Look, he's averaging right there this whole year, 14.5 points per game for Ayton. But against the Lakers in five spots, overall he's averaging 18.4 points per game against the Lake Show. Uh, look, he's gotten 22 points in game two, 21 points in game one. Back in March, dropped 17 later in March 26, and then toward the end of the regular season, only dropped six points. So four out of five games against the Lakers this year, he has eclipsed 14 and a half points. And in that game where he only dropped six points, he only took three shots, and he made them all. So you're assuming that's not going to be the same case here. And again, game one, 21, game two, 22 points. DeAndre Ayton has been having very solid performances against this Lakers team. Because look, Ayton, 61% of his shots are coming at the rim. He's making 75% of them. And the Lakers are a sound team defensively. They defend mid-range and three-point very well. But where they lack is at the rim. Now, 64.7% of the shots uh, are coming from that area. And that's the percentage that they're making. Now, 35.7% of their shots overall are coming at the rim. Their opponents are attempting that many shots, which is 24th worst in the NBA. But again, they're allowing them to make 65%, which is 16th. So that's the weakest part of this Lakers defense, despite how you know accustomed we are to Anthony Davis being a great defensive player, that Andre Drummond being implemented. That hasn't stopped Ayton, and I don't think that's going to be the case tonight. So I played DeAndre Ayton over 14.5 points this evening as his sons are taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, now let's move on to Portland, where the Trailblazers hosting the Nuggets for Game 3. In this spot, Portland laying three and a hook. Minus 165 on the money line on the buyback for Jokic and the Nuggets. It's plus 138. This total has dipped down from about 229. Now we're seeing it 226 and a half. So again, uh, kind of going back to what Applebaum said, liking the under in the spot and a little bit more of a lean toward Denver with the spread. Taking a look at a certain player here. Now it kind of feels like we're doing him dirty because Michael Porter Jr. has done very well for us when we've bet his props on this show. And I'm kind of taking a, a more unique path when it comes to MPJ. How about his number of three-point field goals made this evening? Three and a half is where it's set at. The over is the dog last we saw at Bet Rivers, plus 125. The under, the favorite, minus 159. So overall this season with MPJ, he's averaging less than three three-point field goals made per game on just over six attempts from beyond the arc. He's only gone over this in 17 out of 63 total games in this year. Now, going against Portland in several matchups, uh, Game 1 went 1 of 10 from beyond the arc. Game 2, 3 of 6 from beyond the arc, so obviously a little bit better. Toward the end of May, went 3 of 6. April, 1 of 4. And back in February, 2 of 4. So he hasn't gone over this mark in any contest against the Portland Trailblazers. So he's averaging two three-point field goals made on six attempts, 33% against Portland in this whole season, counting the playoff games as well. He stayed under in all five games against Portland. Now, when you look at MPJ, 
45% of his shots are coming from three, and he's making 44% of them. So that's been really solid for Michael Porter Jr. throughout the regular season. However, in these two postseason games, 47% of his shots have been coming from three, so a lot more, or decent amount more at least. But he's making a lot less, 25% from beyond the arc. Now Portland, again, a team that's not really great defensively. They're allowing opponents to shoot over 35% of their shots from three during the regular season and make 38% of them, which is 24th worse. However, this postseason, yes, small sample size, just two games, they've limited opponents to shooting just 37% from three on 33% of their shots. So uh, the opportunity is coming a little bit less. Michael Porter Jr. has not gone over this mark a lot. And again, I know it's a lot to lay. I got it at about minus 150. Would still probably dabble with minus 159. I know that might sh uh, may shy some people away. But again, like I always say, if you have enough conviction, you got to be willing to lay a little bit when it comes to the props. And I did just that with Michael Porter Jr. under three and a half three-point field goals made. So in summation, kind of just looking at some of these props again with the Milwaukee and Miami game. Jimmy Butler, you could still get it. We played under 24 and a half, played minus 116 with Jimmy Buckets. Hopefully he's not going to be Jimmy Buckets tonight. I think 24 and a half is a little bit too high. Uh, and then with that Suns and Lakers game, DeAndre Ayton, who scored 21 and 22 respectively in both of these playoff games thus far, looking for him to go over 14 and a half and lay minus 127. And then finally, like we just discussed, Michael Porter Jr., the Mizzou product, under three and a half, three-point field goals made tonight. I laid minus 150, minus 159 is where it's at now. I think that's a good look for Michael Porter Jr. Hopefully not too much action from downtown for MPJ this evening. As always, best of luck if you tail with any of our bets. Hopefully we cash some winners along the way tonight. We're looking for more with VEASAN Senior NBA Analyst Jonathan Von Tobel coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only, must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self exclusion program. Get a hold of the daily hometown discounts. Check it out, betrivers.com. Finishing up yet another edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. We got some NBA action just about to tip off between Miami and Milwaukee. But let's kind of look a little bit further with VEASAN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel at BJBT is where you could catch him on Twitter. And you could catch him hosting a numbers game this week, filling in for Gil Alexander and the host of the Hardwood Handicappers. Now, JVT, before we get into this matchup later with the Suns and the Lakers, speaking of Los Angeles, at the top of the show, we were looking at some of these odds for NBA Finals MVP, and the player that stuck out to me the most was Anthony Davis, and for the fact that you could get him at 25-1, to I had to play that. I mean, just purely based off value and the differences between other books, and more importantly, JVT, because the likelihood that he could also still win it and if they do beat the Suns, it could be a favorable path, especially if the Clippers get eliminated. Yeah, I mean, I, I see the path that you that you take to get there, right? You know, with the Lakers and what they potentially have to do. The problem is with things like Finals MVP, Danny, and you know this, everybody out there knows this, a lot of it is narrative-based. There is not many universes in which the Lakers win the NBA Finals and LeBron James is not, and you know, Finals MVP, right? Like, he has the ball in his hands all the time. He is their point forward. As their offense goes, he goes. I mean, we saw it just the other day against the Suns. 
he gets off the floor, the bench is in there with Anthony Davis, and the offense falls apart. The Suns get back in that game. So while I can understand that, and you know, more than likely you're sitting on Anthony Davis 25 to 1 to win Finals MVP, and maybe you get off of it somehow once you get in there. I just think there's really not many times if we did this simulation a thousand times. I don't know how often Anthony Davis actually wins Finals MVP and the Lakers actually win the Finals if it's not LeBron James, you know. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, for sure, it's a big narrative-driven thing, especially when you have arguably the best player of all time in LeBron James. So I completely understand that. And because of the fact that we've seen Anthony Davis in the past when LeBron's been off the floor, like you alluded to, not really having much success. So, again, it's just kind of a great value look. But you're right. I mean, also, if you can get off of it at some point, that may be another angle to kind of dissect with it that could be your best opportunity. But uh, still kind of interesting well, I, to look at early. Mm-hmm. Really quick, like, you know, you have the right track in terms of like, if you want to offset a price, not even offset is probably not the right term. If you like a team like the Brooklyn Nets, right, for example, instead of getting a big, you know, really low futures price on the team like the Brooklyn Nets, you can find a way to attack the finals MVP to get James Harden in the range, you know, whatever he is. I think last time I looked in the range, like 14 to 1 to win that thing. You know, that's the way you can kind of go a different route instead of playing the Nets at like, you know, 150 to win the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. That's the way you can do it. But, you know, again, you need something else to happen. But there are a lot of times where people will try to get a, essentially a future ticket on a team by betting a guy to win finals MVP, thinking that if they get there, that guy is going to win the award. No, that, and that's what we were talking about, too, because the Nets plus 180 to win the championship, KD's 4-1, to one, Harden 8-1, Kyrie 12-1. to one. If you bet all three of those guys, you would still make $20 more with the shortest shot KD than betting the Nets plus 180 to win the championship. So that's kind of a decent route, too, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way you would attack it. And that's surprising because the last time, and it might have been you who brought these up to me, when, I, when these were brought up to me the last time when these first came out, Harden was double digits, and, like, that was my pick. You know, I love Harden. You know how much I love Harden. I've been on your show flashing poetic about him when he's healthy. Jacob knows it. So, like, I would think he would be, like, would be maybe the second option to win that thing outside of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's absolutely spectacular for being so ball dominant. I think he'd be my first choice, and we've seen that go from double digits down to where he's at now. So, not surprised to see that move, but you're right in terms of, you know, the tax you're taking in that regard. Yeah, and you talk about narrative. James Harden was potential MVP for the whole season, and now if he can come back and get it with the finals, I'm with you, kind of based more so on value and because of the narrative-driven, I would certainly look toward James Harden if I'm betting any of the Nets players. But all right, JVT, let's get into tonight's game with the Suns and the Lakers. Now, again, I, I was a little surprised, I guess, that this line got up to seven. You've seen it tick down now back to six and a half. Two eleven and a half is where we're seeing the total. And I understand because of the Chris Paul unknowing if he's going to be really 100% tonight. So that's why I guess you saw the opening line being a little bit higher and maybe people not trusting them as much. But Phoenix is still a deep squad, and there still are some uncertainties with this Lakers team. However, they could have some good momentum going into tonight. Yeah, look, when I was looking at this series, I was really adamant. Like, the Lakers got to win in two areas of the floor if they were going to win this series. It was going to be in transition against the 30th ranked defense in terms of transition of the Phoenix Suns and a defense that ranks 21st, 22nd in rim defense. they got to be able to attack within four feet of the basket. Sure enough, in game two, what do they do? Shoot well over 73% within four feet of the basket and they average a point and a half per play in transition. You know, the two areas in which they really need to thrive. And we know now, like, look, Chris Paul sucks. Uh, he has, like, the worst luck when it comes to his health in the postseason, but he is not healthy. He didn't look healthy for the most part in that game against Los Angeles Lakers. Now, the Suns can, you know, take advantage of those minutes like we were talking about, but I would agree with this line move. Like, seven seems a little strong. We're talking about, in game one, the Lakers closing about a point-and-a-half dog. Game two, closing about a point-and-a-half favorite, and now laying seven on the at home. 
You know, it's a really big swing from game one. And Chris Paul, remember, he's still on the floor, right? So, like, it's not like he's not playing. He is still out there. That is a little bit of a difference here. So, I agree with this coming off of that seven. I, I didn't play anything. I took the Lakers after game one, even money over at Circa to win the series. So, I generally am a little bit more patient when it comes to the games, unless there's, like, a really good angle to take. Uh, and we did see that a couple, of, a couple of games early in the week. But I would agree with the sentiment that the market's coming off of that seven. And that's been the great thing about these series prices being updated because you can get good value like you just did with the Lakers at about even money because obviously now they're a lot bigger favorite. Same thing could have happened potentially with this Denver Nuggets team that was north of 2-1 to one odds as the dog. Now they're about plus 135, and in the game tonight, they're catching 3.5 and, and about plus 138 on the money line. Portland minus 165. This total we're seeing at 227. This one seems like a really tough one to handicap for myself. I, you know... When it got up to four, I guess I would slightly lean toward Denver because, to me, Portland being at home doesn't necessarily warrant them getting more points than they would in a neutral site game around the road against Denver. But I guess how much are you taking that into account for tonight? Well, it's interesting, right, because all these home courts aren't aren't built equal at this point right now, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, Miami's playing Milwaukee right now, and they have a full-capacity arena by all accounts, or at least you know they're allowed to have this arena at full capacity, the Knicks, right, 15,000 when they were playing the Hawks. But when the Hawks go back home, they're going to have full capacity. The Portland Trailblazers only have 8,000. So, like, how many, how many, like, how much is 8,000 things worth in terms of a home court? Who knows? But I think ultimately this comes down to a couple of things. We saw Michael Malone make the adjustment, right? Aaron Gordon took up the mantle defending Damian Lillard third and fourth quarter. The offense really fell off for Portland after that. It was a really big difference to put him on there. So how does the Portland Trailblazers react if that's going to be the defensive game plan yet again? And through two games, right? This has been my thing in this series. That's why I bet the Nuggets to win this thing before the series started was that in terms of what the Nuggets can do offensively, they can dominate within four feet of the basket. And through two games, they have shot well over 75% within four feet of the basket. They have been dominating within four feet like they have been. This is consistent. The three-point shooting corrected itself, and they got a big win in game two. That still, I think, carries over here in game three. So if you're back home or the Trailblazers are going to bring their shooting with them, potentially, so that could get them. But I would agree that if this is going to come off the four, that's where I would be. You know, I think four seems pretty strong, given the fact that we know that this is nowhere near a full home court. I guess travel might be more something, but these two teams are pretty tight in terms of the power rating at this point right now. Yeah, so that'll be a fun one to watch tonight. And speaking of fun ones, how about tomorrow with the Knicks and the Hawks? Man, I mean, you and I, you know, and we've talked to a lot of people, you know, you talk to someone else, they have a different opinion based on who's going to win the series. And I and I agreed with you, I lean more toward Atlanta here. And, you know, game two didn't work out for them, especially in the last five minutes where they only scored one point. How do you think they bounce back tomorrow as a four-point favorite? Do you trust Trey Young and the rest of the company there to cover that four spot? You know, look, I, I like Atlanta a lot. It, like, and I, I think after you watch those two games, Danny, it's funny. I have now been dubbed on social media a Nick hater. Uh, but, you know, I, just, I feel like <laughs> when you look at what happens in the first two games, when you see the fact that there is a gap between these starting fives, right, the Hawks clearly have an advantage when it comes to the starting units. Like, there's, I don't think any question about that, especially when Trey Young is out there. They're a very solid shooting team. Yes, there seems to be a discrepancy in terms of the benches, but are you going to get Derrick Rose to play 39 minutes every single one of these games? Because they need him to do so, right? Their offense is only two guys at this point right now, the Knicks. It's Julius Randle, and that was only in the second half of game two, and it's Derrick Rose. Or if Alex Burks has an insane night like he did in game one, and they still lost that game. You're going back home. Role players generally play better in home settings, so that explains a little bit of what Derrick Rose just got done doing. Alex Burks, what Alex Burks did in game one, but it also helps that Janelle Gallinari, who has been booty through the first two games, 
now gets to go back home in a friendlier environment. Hopefully that helps out with the Hawks. I think overall, when you watch the first two games, I think you feel relatively confident in the Atlanta Hawks going forward. And the last thing on this is, you know, one of the things I've written about multiple times is the New York Knicks and their defense. The fact that they gave them third most wide open looks of any team in the NBA from beyond the arc. That has continued. They have given up the third most wide open looks in the NBA in the postseason. The difference between now and the regular season, Hawks are shooting 42% on those looks. And you're going to give those up on the road this time around. I think that is going to be a little ugly here. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the Hawks not only win and cover this game in game three, but take both of these, go back to New York with a 3-1 series lead. You know, lose that and then wrap it up back at home in game six. Yeah, I'm with, I mean, and that's an important thing, too. I mean, the Knicks' defense, as good as they are, I was kind of looking into that the other day, too. I mean, the high-frequency shots being allowed from beyond the arc has been kind of an issue for this Knicks team, and considering how good Atlanta's been from deep, that certainly is going to be a bigger issue now that they have the home court advantage. So I'm with you there, probably leaning toward Atlanta. Uh, JVT, we're up against it, my man, but thanks for taking some time, as always. You got it, buddy. Anytime. At me, JVT, is where you can follow him on Twitter, host of the Hardwood Handicappers. Get all this content, vcin.com slash subscribe and hosting a numbers game, filling in for Gil Alexander this week. So be sure to check him out in the mornings, all on vcin, the sports betting network. And speaking of which, uh, in terms of plays that we just got from JVT, let me kind of recap the plays that I have for you tonight. We already had the Jimmy Butler under 24.5, but as for the later slate, DeAndre Ayton, we're going over 14.5 points. Michael Porter Jr., under 3.5, three-point field goals made. Took the flyer on Anthony Davis, 25-1 to if you missed it at the beginning of the show. And VGK minus 167 tomorrow against the Wild, which we'll get into a little bit further on tomorrow's show, which we'll catch up again in 24 hours. So thanks for tuning in and take care from all of us here on Rush Hour on VEASAN Esports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.